Welcome, welcome to the You Next Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. I'm Nick. I'm Michael. I'm Jennifer. And I didn't screw that up. Yay! Hey. It's no. been like two weeks. <laughs> okay, so let me just point something out here. I'm going to immediately throw a big spanner in the works. Oh. Massive spanner all in those works, all right? It's a new year at university. There's at least one fresher here. At least one. Oh, there are plenty of freshers here already. There's at least one. <laughs> they yes, all there... haven't heard our radio show yet. So we've got to make a good first impression. Well. All right. <laughs> so we're going to go with the bangingest news <laughs> there has ever been. Fortnite. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you pulled that out. Yep. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Why? <laughs> what did we do to deserve this? <laughs> I was not expecting this. <laughs> and I, I must say, I am disappointed. Spanner in the works. <laughs> Spanner in the machinery and machinery yep. explodes. Ah. <laughs> All right. That's enough um, anarchy now. How have you guys been? How's, been your, how's your week? Oh, yeah. 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 I've been um, helping the tune team with the, um, with a bit of stuff around here for um, orientation. So, yeah, that's been fun so far. Cool. What about you? Well, um, not much actually. I've been playing a bit of squad, more Borderlands. Mm. Um, Any new indies this week or this last two weeks actually? Board games actually. <laughs> Okay, so I don't know why, but Carcassonne and Ticket to Ride are both on PC. Yes. And they were both free on Epic last week. So now I have two board games on my PC. Ticket to Ride is very sad because you have one city and the rest of them are paid DLC. Oh. So you've got one city you can work with. I love it when they do stuff like that. Cause it I, was not unexpected. <laughs> I have Talisman on PC, and yeah, you need all the DLC for that. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, one map. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mm. Carcassonne's not bad. I mean, you can, you know, you can play Ticket to Ride, you know, with other people if you want to. Same with Carcassonne. Yeah. Um, you can play with up to five AIs as well. So, what you know. a novel feature that you can play board games with people. Yeah. <laughs> but you can also play them with AI if you so desire. Uh-huh. That's one thing at least. It's like, I have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. They've got you covered. Yay. Mm. Yeah. Well, I haven't been playing free Epic Games. It's been very sad. Mm. <laughs> I haven't played games that I paid for. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Yeah, it sucks when you're, like, a bit busy and you're just like, oh, mm. yeah, that's right. I have games. I have stuff that I can do and I don't want to do it. Yeah. Ugh, terrible. I mean, what can you do sometimes? Mm. <laughs> Life happens. Fortunately, if you're at university, you can turn it off and just play video games. <laughs> that's really? our top-tier recommendation. I mean, everyone else is telling you to... Work hard and get good grades. Everything is like, no. <laughs> okay, this goes against everything that I said on Sunday. But, you know, sure. You That's beside the point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, terrible. But, yeah. We are the gaming society, not the um, studying society. <laughs> yes. But this is no longer the, uh, what was it? Like, it was like a study uh, setup day. <laughs> like, so it was moving day for all the freshers. 
But for like all the online students, it'll set up your study space day. <laughs> so that like, you know, trying to include the online people. And yeah. now this is just like, not play video games. I installed the 1060, <laughs> GTX 1060 specifically, so that I can see what I'm doing on my computer screen and study it. Yeah, study the pixels. In great yeah, in great detail. <laughs> uh, got myself a 144 hertz monitor, and it is nice. 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 It is very nice. So I've got my 144 hertz monitor, a mechanical keyboard, and I honestly cannot go back to membrane. <laughs> membrane feels weird after using mechanical. We've, we've converted him. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and I've got a nice mouse now. Mm. Everything it, is good. Does it have the buttons on the side? It's got so many buttons. Yes. It's even got the scroll wheel. You can move it side to side, and that's an oh, extra two buttons. And no. I confused the hell out of myself <laughs> because I loaded up a profile in the Logitech software yeah. for Borderlands 3, yeah. which actually binds those two buttons to something, yeah. changing the active quest. So I kept on losing it at, you know, so we're playing multiplayer and the quest keeps on changing. Like, What's going on? Oh, wait, it's me. It's bound to my left and right mouse wheel wobble. Oh, wow. <laughs> we see the good thing about Mike getting a new mouse was that I got his old one and it has two side buttons. And I rebound melee and grenades to those two, and it is the best. That is exactly what I do in every single game that I ever play. You have to. Because stuff using G and F for that type of stuff. Mm. Or V. Or V. It frees up so many keys. Also, when you've got, when you're on Discord or something and you need a push to talk button, bind one of them to scroll lock and bind push to talk to scroll lock. It's the best. (laughs) does nothing mm. and still works so you can still bind stuff to it and then just use your mouse and have you know free keys yeah like you know we play this game where the mini map is m yeah when you're playing what uh, you know fairly intense competitive shooter an m mm. bit too far away yeah so rebinding a few keys i managed to get it down to alt yeah which is a lot better yeah, it's a lot better when you can get everything, like, within normal range mm. of your fingers. I just hate having to, like, move my index finger away from the S button to press, like, V and C and G and Oh, I F. was so happy to have the side buttons for melee and grenade. <laughs> and it meant that I actually use grenades a lot more. Yeah, it's like, that is the absolute first thing that I do if there's grenades or melee in a game. I just rebound mm. it to them. They are, like, the best buttons. And the thing is, is that in some games, like, yeah, you need more than just two buttons on the side of your mouse. And I'm just like... I would need more buttons. <laughs> I just need more because I don't like f- stretching my fingers that far. See, my uh, keyboard that I've got has macro keys along the sides and top of it. Yeah. It's G1 to 12. And I've discovered something which adds a butt ton of extra keys to a keyboard, but I need to work out how to make them work. Yeah. You know F1 to 12? Yeah. That's a lie. <laughs> it actually goes up to F1 to F24. Yeah. I didn't know that. And now I can bind stuff in to F, you know, using software to bind those G keys from F13 to F24. Yeah. Sadly, the game doesn't register those extended F keys. Yeah. So I need to go into the configs and actually adjust. 
the buttons. You have to hack, hack the games. Hacker, yes, Hacker Man, right here. <laughs> uh, terrible. And with that, we should probably go into a music break at about the time that we're supposed to have music breaks. Yeah, no, here. right. We're actually like well structured on time. Well structured and on time. What is this? It's a whole new year. It's a whole new bunch of listeners. We're turning yeah. over a new leaf. Ha! Watch the next segment <laughs> take an hour. Uh, anyways, you've been listening to the Hunegs Radio Show on Shun FM 106.9. We will be back after the break. Shun FM. You're not 
Welcome back to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And okay, so here's a question for you, right? No. Okay, cool. <laughs> Jen, what have you got to talk about? <laughs> um, say you're, for example, the U.S. Army. Yes. Right. Recruitment numbers are down. People just aren't really interested in being patriotic and going shooting people that you don't like. Okay. okay. What do you think would be a great, like out-of-nowhere plan to get people interested in the army and recruiting. Um, because I'll bet it isn't a, vid- a video game release officially titled The Official Game of the U.S. Army and a Competitive Esports Team. <laughs> what? <laughs> what have they done? Did you know that the US Army has a esports team. <laughs> You've already broken And this me. is old news. <laughs> this is 2018 news. Really? Really? The US Navy <laughs> has also decided that this is a great idea. Oh wow, now the Army and the Navy and the Air Force are just gonna have like an esports mm-hmm. teams for them. Now the Navy hasn't got an esports team per se. They're partnering with other esports groups though. Yeah. But they do have a um let me just read what they've called it. A um experimental activation on site with a land setup. Which basically means a booth. (laughs) (laughs) But what they've said is, is that you can challenge, if you're on, you know, at the place where they're doing this, you can challenge a Navy officer or veteran to 1v1 you in any game of your choosing. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) 1v1 me in Spyro, bro. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) We've, we've spent huge amounts of research and stuff, but we've managed to make Spyro a head-to-head competitive game. <laughs> that w- it cost us $28 billion. <laughs> but it's worth it. <laughs> Just for a time trial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so they're basically showing up to esports events and playing against people, I guess. <laughs> I mean, of all the people you'd probably be okay doing that with, it'd be the Navy, because they'd be, you know, oh, what did you do during your tour? I went on a boat for 16 months, didn't do anything, then left. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the Navy. (laughs) Uh, And I'm sure I just annoyed so many people doing that. Uh, Probably not as many as you think you did. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's just terrible. But Why? Why is this? Why is this the strategy you, you go they, for? They want to get the young kids in. Well, not the young kids, but like you know, the teenager to early twenties. They want to get those people in the prime of their life. Yeah, but with, I feel like the if you drew a Venn diagram mm. of people who are able and willing to go into the army, and people who are video gamers, there's not a very <laughs> big overlap. I feel. <laughs> Yeah, probably not. But hey, might as well try. <laughs> Can we get? I don't know. I reckon that you know more people probably would be becoming gamers. So you know you can't really 
yeah. stereotype them too much. Well, true. Think of it this way. The video games industry is now bigger than both the music uh, the music industry and the movie industry. Mm. So I guess it's only a matter of time before we see other in um, fields picking up esports teams. Mm. So I'd pay to see a parliamentary one. <laughs> <laughs> so so imagine like finding a space that has that much reach mm. and then trying to get into it. That's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. But, you know, it's also American, so that's also a very small, a smaller percentage of that pie. Yeah. And then... Imagine watching Turnbull do 360 no-scoping people. <laughs> <laughs> he probably couldn't, hey? He doesn't have the <laughs> skills. Huzzah! Oh, terrible. <laughs> I think we've given up on democracy. Now everything is what decided be by esports. <laughs> other than, other than the uh, standard genre uh, FPS or something like that, what do you think would be the best to watch people who are completely incompetent at it playing? Ooh. Um, RTSs, I don't think, will be very interesting because it will be just two people floundering against each other. Yeah, I think RTS and MOBA would just not be very interesting to watch. Not, not for people that aren't good at the game. For people that are good at the game, it's a bit different. Mm. And it's good to see the strategy and stuff that they use. But, but you also have to know a bit about it in order yeah. to understand it. Uh, so, yeah, first-person shooters. The thing about, uh, you know, first-person shooters is that they're very self-explanatory. Yeah. Have gun, well, shoot would be the, I guess Puzzle games. Puzzle games. Um... Uh, racing games. Yeah. Yeah, just watching them, you know, duke it out on all the rainbow roads or something like that. (laughs) Smash. Smash could be funny as well. Because that is basically just button mashing. Yeah. I mean, like, you can get away with button mashing. Mm. But, like, there's more skill involved, but you can get away with it. Mm. Yeah. Um. It's just like... There's not many, like, genres that can be put into, like, a competitive mode. No, not really. It's, I guess that's that's the thing. A lot of stuff has just been put into FPS because that's, like, the genre to watch. Mm. You know, Battle Royale would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> just see them trying to, like, you know, build in Fortnite. They it make a ramp. doesn't have to be Fortnite. It can just be anything, really. I mean, it could be be Apex Legends. (laughs) I mean, then it's not Fortnite. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean, the U.S. Army has an esports team. So does their Navy. (laughs) Their Navy, not so much, but, yeah, you can 1v1 them. Yeah. World of of Warships. (laughs) 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 1v1 me in World of Warships. (laughs) <laughs> oh wow, that's how they do their uh That's it. You just you just have the different divisions play one plays World of Tanks, World of Warships, and World just of Airplanes or whatever it's War called. War Thunder. War Thunder, that's what yeah. it's called. Just get them all playing War Thunder together. Oh, does War Thunder do all three? Yeah, it can do all three on like the same map. Cool. So yeah. Nice. So <laughs> just make actual <laughs> like teams. I wonder if people from the army would be good at Milsims. I don't think so, hey. Ah, uh, okay. So, in something like... I'd say they more find it infuriating. From the games that I've played with vets that are more milsimmy. Yeah. They find it annoying because the stuff doesn't behave... Like you Like can. it should. 
Yeah, like well, like for instance, okay, I play a game called Squad, which is a team-based first-person competitive shooter. Yeah. All right. Now it's very, it's kind of like a cross between Arma and Battlefield, Battlefront, Battlefield. That, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's sort of milsimy, sort of arcadey, sort of uh, yeah, bit of a mix. But it has vehicles in it, and they hate the vehicles. To a T, anyone who's been anywhere near in the army, and especially this one fellow, because he was actually Armored Corps, yeah. hates them. Because the vehicles have an engagement range of, like, a couple hundred meters. Oh. Whereas he's, you know, been around in the same vehicle in real life where it just sits off, you know, six kilometers away and just goes, punk. <laughs> yeah. Just shoots you, like... Mm. There's no comparison. They they just can't be used like they're supposed to be used. And for someone who was in the military in those armored vehicles, he doesn't like it. Yeah, well, it's also hard to get, like, you know, a game design, a developer mm. that knows how they actually work in real life. Plus but it, you've also got to put it into the thing of it's still a game and it still has to be fun. Mm. And being shot by something that's six kilometers away... Yeah. Isn't fun or balanced. Yeah. Of course, you know, I'm sure the people who are being shot at in real life are like, this is not balanced. <laughs> <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> Damn you, I'm life. Like, to write an angry letter to the developers <laughs> telling them how to make their game. Jeez. Uh, really, it's just a letter to the other army. <laughs> this is not fair and balanced. <laughs> please, please nerf your please tank. nerf. <laughs> All right, we filled, we've reloaded our tanks. They only shoot Nerf footballs now. <laughs> no vortex. This is still gonna. <laughs> this is still gonna hurt. <laughs> but it will be funny. <laughs> Imagine getting just a, uh, a football straight to the chest, uh, shot from a tank. Well, they they use foam bullets for riot guards or rubber yeah. bullets rather, not foam. I guess you put a foam casing on them. Yeah, rubber oh. bullets hurt. <clears throat> mm. Um, so that could be most amusing. Yeah. <laughs> Just, whoo, this is the best. <laughs> Next level rugby. Mm. <laughs> Go long. <laughs> Tank rugby. Now that'd be, <laughs> that, there you go. What, what sport could you combine something like a vehicle from the real world and a game? Because you've got Rocket League, which is cars and soccer. And soccer. Tank rugby sounds Tank rugby. Good. There you go. That's the next FIFA. <laughs> Stop remaking the same game. Just make it tank rugby. <laughs> Bloody um, airplane polo. Or yeah. Like, like the water polo, not the actual polo. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> Air polo <Woo>. with planes. <laughs> it's like Quidditch, but it's with high-speed <laughs> high airplanes. <laughs> I was thinking of the biplanes, but okay. <laughs> Fighter jets. Fighter jets. I, the the ball must be pretty pretty sturdy if it's going to take an, a fighter jet nose to it. Mm. Then it can't be too sturdy because something too sturdy is just going to crumble that fighter jet. Yeah. Seeing as though they can get like you know little bits of rock hitting them at that type of speed would do them in. Bulldozer wrestling could be fun. <laughs> Bulldozer sumo. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, terrible. How, how, how do we do this? <laughs> I don't know. This is just us, hey. Mm. Yeah. This is what it's all about, all right? Yeah. Oh, Welcome just... back. Yeah, this is... I know we said a new... a new um, a Turn over a new leaf, but this is... This is it. <laughs> yeah. I told you we weren't going to get very far. Yeah. Um... 
So, other news. There's a game called Satisfactory. Mm-hmm. It's like Factorio, but 3D. Yeah, so for people that don't know who what Factorio is... It's a factory-building game. Top-down factory-building game. But this one's the 3D one. This is a 3D factory-building <laughs> game. Which is gorgeous by comparison. Oh, it looks beautiful. Mm. Factorio is like washed-out browns and greys. This one's like... They've spent a lot of time making the biomes look really pretty. Mm. Um, only on Epic, except for soon, where it's actually coming out onto Steam Early Access, which is kind of cool. Okay. They've so just you... released their third update, ah. which is um, quite game-changing. Okay, oh, really? so imagine a factory builder like Factorio yeah. in 3D. Mm. Now take the transport tubes you see in um, Futurama. Yeah. And put those in your factory. Oh. And go wee. <laughs> <laughs> wee. Oh, it looks so much fun. And they put out this little cart thing that can use jump pads. Uh, it's so you have it's a literally that can a suitcase that you put it down. It folds out into a teeny tiny little compact car. And you hop in it and like fold up just like with your knees up around, <laughs> your, up around your head. And you can go into a jump pad and go flying away. <laughs> Suitcase car is the best. No, 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 suitcase car. Well, the thing is, right, is that um, they've added tubes, but not just for transport of, you know, people, but also of things like oil, and they've changed how that works. Yeah. So it's completely overhauled systems in the game. Yeah. So I completed a factory up until what they had done in their previous update. When this new app update gets to the actual game... Instead of the experimental... Mm. I would have to redo the entire, like... Factory. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. A whole system devoted to oil that does plastic and rubber and fuel and energy and all of that, mm. gone. <laughs> because they've replaced it with pipes, which makes sense. Yeah. Because the way that the game portrayed it at the, at the first point is that you pump oil out of the ground and it comes out of the pump in 40-gallon drums. Oh, so, like, <laughs> it made sense. Yeah. It's a lot better the way they've done it now. But, um, yeah. So, if you're interested in picking up a, a really awesome game, but not on Epic, it's coming out on Steam. Ooh. It's really cool. Nice. It's very nice, actually. I quite like it. Um, how much does it cost, do you know? Um, it was actually like 10% off on Epic. Let me just have a look. Remember, Epic prices are all in American dollars. Mm-hmm. Mm. That must suck. It is a bit annoying, yeah, because you got to go and do the exchange yourself. Although yeah. it does put, show you the exchange when you open up PayPal or something to pay yeah. for it. Um, $26.99 US. Oh. So, not the worst. So it's oh. an, Okay, so it's $40. Yeah. There we go. You uh, forty dollars Australian, but you're getting a uh, you you are getting an early access game as well. Mm. But it's a very in a very good state as it is, and it's got very active developers working on it. Mm. And there Plus is a lot of got, game there. Yeah, there's a lot of game there. Plus, it's got uh, several different emotes with like a random chance of doing something extra. So mm. instead of doing a hand clap, you can do a Hadouken. <laughs> it is the best. <laughs> nice. Mm. I love it. It's like there's these all sorts of little Easter eggs in it. Mm. And some of them are, you know, a bazillion to one chance of happening. Some of them are 
Um, this is the same developer that made Goat Sim. Oh yeah. So the user profile picture in like your main base, where apparently you've logged into, yeah, is the goat. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> I mean, one thing I'm going to say is that uh, the worst um, creature that you can come against that will attack you is spiders. Oh. It's not because they're, you know, spiders or scary spider. It's because they're fast and they're small. Yeah. And they also become terrifying because uh, the game has this built-in arachnophobia mode because one of the developers is arachnophobic. Yeah. So he cannot touch it with them. So it gets this horrifically terrifying, ridiculously terrible cat JPEG with, like, wobbly edges and puts that over the top of the spider, and it's terrifying. (laughs) You just see this evil, like, 2D cat sprite coming at you, and you're like, no, go away. That is amazing how they've added that to the game. It's actually worse than having the spiders. (laughs) At least they'll stand out, hey. Uh, the worst part is they kind of don't. You'll just, just like hang. Oh, they, they're taller. Yeah. So they can be hiding behind a bush. She's like, there's a thing over there. <laughs> it's an angry cat. It's going to get me. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. Uh, I had tried to magnifying my uh, At least they didn't replace it with clown pictures. <laughs> Trade one phobia for another. <laughs> Well, I mean, technically, you know, if you go on with phobias, there's always going to be somebody out there afraid of something. Mm. Yeah. I bet you there's somebody afraid of cats. Yeah. Oh, yeah, guaranteed. <laughs> and spiders at the same time, and they're just like, I can't play this game now. <laughs> yeah. I can't deal with the spiders or the cats. Mm. Well, I mean, they still have to deal with, like, fire-breathing um, creatures. It's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I don't, I don't care about that. But that wobbly cat... <laughs> Oh, God, it's not the cat. <laughs> nah, not mate. Can't handle it. Me and my friend went exploring the world when I got to the like end of where they have it up to now. Mm. And we found this ocean where they hadn't actually put in the water. So, you know, if you were out of the ocean, you could see the water. Yeah. Go in, no water. So we were just walking around the bottom of this ocean. <laughs> nice. Obviously, they didn't think anybody would get that far. Well, they probably did but they probably didn't bother because they didn't think anybody would walk into this obviously deep water yeah and it's just like oh because i mean along the edge of that is the end of the world that they have oh okay so you're probably not supposed to be you know walking through this you know ocean to get to the end of the world (laughs) yeah (laughs) to the actual end of the world yeah where you actually just see like the, the thing just stop Mm. Um, if you jump off the edge of the world, you die. Um, there is an invisible border where you walk along the edge of and you take damage if you get too close to it. Uh, yeah, because for some reason back when they released features, you could actually go under the world. Oh. And then there was a limit that you could go as far down before you started taking damage. Oh. Mm. Um, anyways, we should probably go back to a music break. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you've been listening to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show, and we'll be back shortly.
FM. I'm going on during this time I fear there's no one to save me This all and nothing really got away You're driving me crazy I need somebody to hear Somebody to know Somebody to have, somebody to hold It's easy to say, but it's never the same I guess I kinda like the way you numbed all the pain Now the day bleeds into nightfall And you're not here to get me through it all I let my gut down, and then you pull the rug I was getting kinda used to being so I'm going under in this time I fear there's no one to turn to This all and nothing way of loving Go be sleeping without you no, I need somebody to know Somebody to hear Somebody to have Just to know how it feels It's easy to say 
but it's never the same. I guess I kinda like the way you help me escape. Now the day bleeds into nightfall, and you're not here to get me through it all. I let my gun down, and then you pull the rug. I was getting kinda used to being someone you Welcome back to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And I've been playing a little bit of... Oh, well, not really been playing it. I've only just kind of picked it up today. Um, that It's like a little game that's supposed to help you with your life, basically. It's... um. God, what's, it, what's it called again? <laughs> <laughs> There's this really great thing that I'm using all the time. And well, as I said, I've only picked it up for like two days. It's called Habica? It's like Habit and then CA. Okay. Yeah. So what it is is it's basically like a to-do list, right? But what they've done is they've made it a RPG game on your phone. So how have they actually done that? <laughs> so what you do, I've only just like, I've only done it for like a couple of, like, I only basically set it up today. And what you do is you get in, you like make a little character portrait type thing. And then um, what you do is you write down like, you have like your daily to-dos, like you just one-off things. And then like um, stuff that you need to do Again, I should probably open the app and have a look, hey, <laughs> before yeah. I start talking about it. Possibly. Yeah, so it's like habits, dailies, to-dos, and then rewards. So basically, like, your to-dos are, like, your list of things that you need to do up until whenever you need to. Dailies is, like, the things that you need to do every day, and habits is, like, um, if you do them every day, the, the good ones then it um, adds more and more to it. Whereas if you do the bad ones, it's bad for you. So your character has health. And if you do like your bad habits, then you lose health. And if you don't do your dailies, you lose health as well. But like you can actually make it like whatever you need it to be. So like at the moment, I have it, uh, my dailies are go to the gym, wash dishes, and clean my teeth before bed, which, (laughs) 
may seem like perfectly normal things for other people, but for me, it's like I need a bit of motivation. <laughs> but like you can add whatever you want on there. Like it's literally like you type in what your to-do list is. Yeah. And um, so when you do the good things, like you get experience and like if you're a part of a party, you can be doing like a quest to kill a monster or a boss. At the moment, I'm in a group and we're killing a basilisk instead of a basilisk. And I'm just like, I saw that. I was just like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. That's, that's very corny. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's a bad pun. But yeah, so it's just like, it's the to-do list to try and help you like do things in life. But it gamifies it and makes it so like you go. It tries to make it fun i guess yeah it's like oh i don't want to take the bins out but if i do i can level up (laughs) (laughs) so like it literally makes like life like oh i can actually level up in life i get rewarded (laughs) for doing life yeah yeah nice so i i am a very unmotivated person when it comes to like doing housework and all that type of stuff. So hopefully this helps me out a bit. Well, I'm not going to be here for the next two weeks, so Michael should get this and use it himself. (laughs) Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. (laughs) Feels bad. So yeah, I'm going to test it out this week and see how it goes and I'll report back next week about how I'm finding it. Cool. Sounds good. Well, I'm not going to be here because i am got to do work experience on a farm. Oh, fair enough. She's off to do farming stuff. Yeah, just like farming simulator. Yay! Which is not about farming. (laughs) Ultimate segue. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Mom, I'm doing it. (laughs) Oh, I've played a fair bit more of farming simulator and... um, I've discovered that it's not Farming Simulator, it is Contract Simulator. (laughs) Which is like, why? I don't get it because, okay, you do your farming and you get, you know, you get a harvest of crops and it's worth like maybe 10 grand. But you can go and harvest this dude's field for 70,000. You can hire, you know, the equipment needed to do it for 2,000. And you can pay somebody to do most of the work. <laughs> and you just let them do that. And that'll make you more money than farming anything that I've done so far. <laughs> it's just like, how is this a thing in the game? So the main thing of the game is that I've noticed because, like, you lose money. You su- for some reason, you're hemorrhaging money. Yeah. Like, every second you lose a dollar for some reason. Oh. I don't know how or why or what this economy does but you're losing money hand over fist and i don't know how or why because when you employ someone it comes out in a lump sum yeah you lose this amount to wages cool oh you lost this amount to buying a vehicle cool but why am i still bleeding money yeah (laughs) but yeah so the only way to you know keep on top of the fact that you are hemorrhaging money is to do the contracts which are worth a lot of money yeah it's just like what point is that like is like a farmer in real life just losing a dollar every like what hour or something 
that's well i mean yeah sure farmers operate in a lot of debt most of the time yeah <laughs> but just losing money <laughs> yeah it's like normally on lump sums i mean usually you have you know where's this money going well good luck getting this game to tell you where it's going <laughs> it's just like it's going to the sky you know to the sun sun gods <laughs> well, the thing is right is that i've got the three starting fields they give you mm. and i bought another field but i probably would have made more money had i just used that field as a contracting thing oh yeah because all those small fields are not worth much it's really you know if you buy a bigger field there's all that income gone because that's where most of your income's coming yeah. from <laughs> yeah it's like oh look this guy wants you to spray a field for you know 12 grand <laughs> okay why would i you know do all this farming stuff and you know running around getting machines everywhere when i can hire a machine get somebody else to do it and basically just sit there and wait for it to be done and make yeah. the same amount of money <laughs> yeah and then profit yeah i so i don't know it, it's like you you play the game to not play the game you see i still you know farm my fields and stuff but i just at the moment at least it's not worth it really but can you do both at the same time yes okay so what you do is well because it, okay it probably is really realistic in the fact that it takes forever to do something oh yeah so that is why you can hire people to do it for you mm. so what you tend, what i tend to do is you know i'll go and lease the equipment from the store i'll go and collect it and take it to the field and then i'll hire somebody to do the field and then i'll go back to my farm and do stuff there if there's stuff to be done. Yeah. So. It's a farming simulator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, terrible. You, the only thing that you actually really do mm. is transporting the product from your farm or from other people's farm to where you want to sell them. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing that you actually have to do. Oh, so you, you can't let somebody else do that. Nope. <laughs> Everything else, though, you go to the field, you, you know, start the machinery, you press H, and away it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and goodbye. Turns Pretty around, much. walks away. Yeah. Well, I mean, I figured out that if you just press tab, you um, teleport between vehicles. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I bet you would have loved that ages ago. Yeah. Uh, but you can also get into a train. Yeah, you have a train. It goes First around in I've a circle. Had it has a train. You can go backwards on that circle. <laughs> but yeah, you have a train. Oh. There are like three or four stations that you can actually stop at to move grain around, I suppose. Yeah. But it's just a train. <laughs> if you leave it alone... It'll be driving around on its own. But if you get in it, it stops. But then if you leave it alone enough, <laughs> it'll start driving again. Is that where all the money's going? Train operation. Train tax. <laughs> train tax. <laughs> but, I mean, there's no way to stop the train. Mm. It's always going to be there. Just put a cow on the train track. <laughs> It'll stop for the cow. Nah. Just tie the cow to the train track. This just sounds evil. 
<laughs> there is nothing that stops you from running over stuff in that train, eh? Oh, really? It just continues, does it? Well, no, the thing was, right, was that um, I had leased some equipment and I got it stuck on the train tracks. <laughs> oh. So to get it out, <laughs> I drove the train... <laughs> I drove the train into it. Jeez. So you actually have physical control of making the train go forward. Yes. Oh. You can make the train go forwards and backwards. And you can make it continue going forward. Yes. Oh. There is no stopping mechanics on that train to stop you from hitting stuff. I rammed into this um, harvester and took it several hundred metres down the train tracks. <laughs> To get it unstuck from between the trees that I was stuck between. And there was nothing that stopped me from doing that. Wait, how does it get stuck between two trees on a train track? Um, so it wasn't trees. There was a tree on one side and there was um, buildings on the other side. But how is that on a train track? You'd think on a train track that you're trying to move across. I wasn't moving across a road or anything. I was going oh. across country. Oh. oh, the worst thing about it is that if you get something stuck, it's stuck. There's nothing you can do about it. Oh, jeez. I was um, driving a truck and I went over a cliff to get somewhere quicker. Because <laughs> things are really slow in that game, all right? Mm. <laughs> but I drove over this search and I got stuck between a tree and a pole <laughs> in this truck. And um, because um, the pole was down a hill and you had the tree behind it, there was no way at all that I could get that vehicle free Oh. at all. There is no flipping mechanics at all. So if you tip something over, oh, it's the worst. I had um, weeders are really tall in the game. Yeah. Um, if they fall over, you have to basically push it around with your tractor until you get it into a where... Um, on a side where you can connect it back to the tractor to get it up. <laughs> it's the worst. There is no mechanics in there to correct things like that. There's no winch no. or anything? No. <laughs> Even if there was, you probably couldn't connect it to the right thing anyway. Um, maybe if you, you know, had a lot of money and bought a front loader and used forks to lift it up, maybe that would work. But... As far as early game goes, you tip that over. You ain't tipping it back. <laughs> it's just like you have to deal with it. It's just like it. You just look at it. That stays there now. <laughs> Turns I around, walks away. I sold it and bought a new one because <laughs> 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 I needed that equipment because it was a weeder and my field was full of weeds. So I sold it and bought a new one because I needed it. Oh wow. But, yeah, that game would benefit so much from, you know, an unstick button. <laughs> Please make this unstuck. I need it. <laughs> Please flip right side up. I bet you there's console commands for that, but... Quite possibly, but... Finding anything for that game's a nightmare. I bet it is. And, I mean, it's awful because you can't alt-tab out of it. Oh. If you alt-tab out of it... It breaks. You can't go back onto it, and your only option is to close the game. Yeah, so you save it before you alt-tab? You just don't alt-tab. <laughs> you just exit the game, restart it up. <laughs> Rage quit. Well, see, it works okay for me because when Michael's at work, I have a free computer. <laughs> ah. Playing on a game that I cannot tab out of, 
and Google stuff. Because <laughs> heaven help you if you can't Google stuff for that game. Oh. You ain't getting anywhere. Yeah. Joys of stuff, isn't it? Mm. Um, do you guys want to go on to a music break? Because I've found a couple things that I'd like to talk about, but yeah, sort of a bit of a change of direction. Yeah. Fair enough. Anyway, you've been listening to Tune FM 106.9 and the Unix Radio Show, and we will be back shortly. I 
these hypocrites, you're all here for the very same reason. Cause you can't jump the track with like cars on a cable and life's like an hourglass glued to the table. No one can find the rewind button, girl. So cradle your head in your hands. Welcome back to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. And um, here's a two things. I know we've been talking about comboing things earlier. Yeah. Here's two things that typically have never really gone well together. Video game 
Mm. Movie. <laughs> mm. Oh, mm. the history there. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Typically, they don't do well at all. But, uh, so, um, but there are some movies which have done reasonably well. well. Apparently that Detective Pikachu one isn't too bad. Yeah, it's, it's good. Um, it was supposed to have made around $58 million in its opening week. Yeah. Which is, you know, pretty Decent. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's done... Done okay. Mm. Now, an interesting one to step up has been the Sonic movie. Because mm. the the Sonic the Hedgehog movie was a debacle when they originally showed off the animation for it. Yeah. Which somebody said that was probably just a stunt to get people pe- talking about it and listening to it. But um, No, I reckon that was what they were trying to go with. And it was horrifying. <laughs> yeah, well, all they really needed to do was r- change the model and then re-render mm. all of the basically the entire movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's a lot of work, but it's not as much work as, like, you know, you would think it would be. Yeah. Um, so the Sonic the Hedgehog movie has had the best opening weekend of a game adaptation. Now, is that a real-life game? Like, one with real-life people in it? Or is that best... Just game adaptation, game into a movie... Video game movies. But what about Pokemon, like, 2000? Yeah. (laughs) Or or Pokemon. Pikachu, (laughs) Detective Pikachu threw all the Pokemon movies out of the park. Oh. It was so so much better received than them. And this one outdoes Detective Pikachu. Okay. So, that's surprising. But the question is, is it actually good? Um, Like, what are the uh, reviews for it? Are they decent or...? Uh, so it depends on where you go, really, as to who's, you know, thing. So Metacritic has a 46 out of 100 critic review score. But it has an 8.5 out of 10 user review score. Well, the critics didn't like it. (laughs) Yeah. No, the critics didn't like it, and the moviegoers did. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, so, the for the most part, the uh, critic score is mixed. Yeah, out of um, a bunch of reviews, whereas for the user score, it's mostly positive. Okay. So, yeah. Of course, um, there are other places that have. Um. Yeah, varied reviews, but there always are. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing that interested me, because, is um a couple, animated animated series. Mm. That are in the works. There's an Overwatch cartoon, in the works. Yeah. There's also, a Diablo anime. What? What? Yeah. Okay, Overwatch cartoon makes sense because they want to give depth to their characters. Hmm, it's very traditional for Overwatch to do 
lore building in mm. animated shorts on YouTube. But in um, in the uh, co-president of Activision Blizzard, Nick Van Dyke, all right, in his own words, Diablo is getting an animated adapt- adaptation rendered in anime style, which is currently in pre-production and will release worldwide through Netflix. Oh. <laughs> Yay, another Netflix anime. I mean, apparently Castlevania wasn't too bad, but... This is Diablo anime. Yeah, it's Diablo. <laughs> it's Diablo anime. Ugh. Ugh. Of course, it's not the only... Those aren't the only two things that Activision is Activision and Blizzard are working on. Mm, that doesn't surprise me. Activision has been working on a Call of Duty movie. That also doesn't surprise me. Of course, that's cheating, all right? If you say, oh, you know, you know we've made a game... Uh, a movie based off of games. It's like, what is your games? A first-person shooter. What are fairly popular genres of movie? Action shoot 'em up movies. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> just it, it, all you need to do is just like make action movie, ma- action shooter movie. Put Call of Duty on the front of it. Oh, it's a. It's a movie, a video game movie. Hmm. Yeah. But I mean, cod and story? They don't really have good story to begin with. Which means the movie's probably going to flop because you need more than just action shoot 'em ups. <laughs> it could have loot boxes. <laughs> 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 when they figure out how to put loot boxes in movies, <laughs> I'll be amazed. If you watch it three times, you get a special, uh, special, a special edition that has the main, char- the main character is wearing a funny hat <laughs> on the third, third uh, pass. Weird. But that really is cheating, you know. Call of Duty, the movie. Mm. There's so many war movies. Yeah. There's so many war movies with story mm. and, you know, reasons to be there. Yeah. Um I mean, they're gonna they are going to ride that franchise to its death. Yeah. I Some mean, might say they've already hit that, but Yeah, they kind of dug themselves out of the grave a little bit for like the last one, I think, but mm. you know. People still seem to be interested. The thing yeah. is, is that you're hardly going to let a franchise die that has made you so much money. Ooh, yeah. Well, they've already announced that there's another Call of Duty coming in 2020. Mm. They haven't said anything about it, what it's going to be running on or anything. They've probably already got it slated up to like 2025. So Quite possibly. They, they've already all actually come out and said they do not expect it to do as well as Modern Warfare. Yeah. Because it's Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um, so, yay. Yeah, well, people do get burnt out on a series. Especially a series that releases this much. Yeah. I mean, that's why Assassin's Creed took, like, a year or two off. They decided, like, Ubisoft decided, oh, hey, like, we're not going to release a new one every year. Because mm. people don't want a new one every year. <laughs> Look at Syndicate. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, well, here, for example, the, to talk about Burnout, how many Assassin's Creed's game, Assassin's Creed games are there? Probably about 10 to 12. 10. You got Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, Revelations 3, 4, and then they just got weird names after that. Um, yeah, and f- DLCs. How many COD games do you think there are? Uh, about 20. Close. There's 16. Uh. Actually, I'm not sure if this list counts expansions. Because you got Call of Duty. Because if you count... Um, well, what? There's four Black Ops games. There's four original games, I think. Then you got the Modern Warfare series, which is like five of them. Okay, so it's not counting um, expansions, which were like full-blown new campaigns and everything else like that. Yeah. Or the Modern Warfare remaster. Ah. Oh. So what? it's 16 plus, let's see here, four expansions that aren't counted and a remaster. So... 21. Yeah. I was even closer. Mm-hmm. And they've released, let's see, 2003, 24, 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007 got a couple, 2008 got one, 2009, 10, 11. They have not missed a year. Mm. They have, like, three studios making... Like, it's on a three-year development cycle, but, like, you know, when it gets to, like, that year, like, so... It gets released by one studio, and then they start making a new one, and then released by a second, and then third, and then they release again type thing. So the main developers are Infinity Ward, Sledgehammer Games, Treyarch, and Raven Software. Mm. So. Yeah, maybe it's four, but, you know. I haven't heard of Raven. But yeah. they don't have a Wikipedia page, so no one, neither has anyone else. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure they've been doing it for a while. Well... Yeah, but when I click on Raven Software, it literally opens up the Wikipedia editor because there's nothing here. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Which is why you have Google as well. Yeah, but Mm. Google takes you to the Wikipedia page, which asks you to write it down. (laughs) (laughs) They go caca. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I mean, Assassin's Creed also doesn't look like it's it's counting... Damn, they've gotten some DLCs and updates and stuff. Mm. Like their um, their spin-off lists is massive compared to COD. Yeah, and the number of DLCs and stuff that they've had is massive compared oh, yeah. to COD. But they also um, have like, oh, look at this fancy attire pack one, two, and three mm. for partic- like for some games. Yeah, so. Some games are like, oh, cosmetic-only DLCs. Yeah. Did you know that Assassin's Creed also has a huge, like, library of books published around it? Yeah. There's a lot of comics, um, magazines, fiction books, and a heap of, like, art books and stuff like that, history books and things. Like, holy crap, I can see why they decided to chill for a bit yeah <laughs> yeah they were just pumping out I mean I was I was originally thinking that Call of Duty had you know had a lot of stuff but no mm. <laughs> really not Assassin's <laughs> Creed is ridiculous big oof you want to talk about hammering something into the ground mm. 
that's why they did make the smart decision of, oh, hey, like, we might not release an Assassin's Creed this year. For once. Yeah, I think they're doing it on a two-year cycle now. I wonder if Call of Duty will ever get to that stage. I reckon it will eventually when they start running out of money. Mm. Well, I mean, if they keep selling. Mm. But remember, they have to pay, what, now four teams wages every week? That's true. But, you know, that's obviously what they want. Yeah. yeah. But um, they also... People want updates to their game as well, even after the new one's out. That doesn't mean they get them. Yeah, and I know. The, most studios who are releasing another version of the game, you know, oh, don't do much with the previous. There are some that, like, you know, fit, like keep on working a little bit on it. Like, you know, not obviously too much, but... Little things. Yeah. Have, like, little extra things pop out. But, like, I don't know. Some people get like, oh, I want this game to be like updated and alive for, you know, two years type thing. Like, you know, new content coming out on, on it because, you know, games as a service model now is like that. Instead of you buy the game, that's what you get. Oh, I don't know. I feel like studios would much, much prefer just, you know that's it if you want more content by the new one <laughs> yeah. yeah but i mean like um for something like let's say final fantasy 15 they've kept out bringing out dlcs and stuff for the game even though what it's now jeez it's probably nearly like four or five years old ha- hey michael mm-hmm. how old is final fantasy 15 and how many more did they bring out after Final Fantasy 15? Well, 15 is the last one as of now. They're making 2016. Yeah, so it's four years old, and it got it has it's. I think it's got its last DLC like you know, a couple of months back. So. But the thing about that is that they haven't released a new game of Final Fantasy. Yeah, but they're working on Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> They're remaking the old Final Fantasy VII, which was like, you know, a lot of people loved it and played it. They're remaking it in like nearly like in this. I'm assuming it's the same engine and kind of graphics as Final Fantasy XV. So and that's in like three parts as well. Well, I mean, so so like they're not really flogging a dead horse, though. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is that studios do still support games that are older whereas like you know the call of duty games well they're bringing out a new one every year why would they support an older game Mm. they get to like that year and it's just like and cut Mm. type thing so some people just want that like little bit of extra stuff lasting on well then you gotta look for studios that aren't pumping out a new one every single year yeah (laughs) makes it kind of (laughs) hard It depends what games you get, really. Mm. Yeah, that too. If they ever make like a Final Fantasy 16, I'll just be like, oh, new Final Fantasy. <laughs> if they're working on 7, I don't think you're going to get 16 oh, for a very no. long time, if at all. 
16 will probably be like 2030 if <laughs> if they do make it anytime soon because um yeah they're working on seven now i think the first part of it's coming out april oh wait or was it pushed back i know it was pushed back but i can't remember exactly when too I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> oh, no, no. They needed more time. They pushed that back and something else back. My brain is just not working. The other, like, they pushed two games back, Square Enix, and I didn't care enough about the other game. <laughs> so <laughs> that information's just gone out of my head. Not relevant. It's Put not it in the bin. Um, Cyberpunk, is it? No, that's no. CD Project Red. CD Project it just so Red. happened that they, CD Project Red, the next day pushed that one back as well because <laughs> they were just like oh yeah this ain't gonna be ready but i think the problem with cd project red was that it's not running like the game is not running well on like the original playstation 4 and xbox like the, it's too much for those things to handle because, like, yeah. they're building for, like, high-end... Like, they've built for PCs and Xbox, you know, X and Pro. Like, they've they've pushed their limits. So it's like... And now it has to work on these ones as well because it's a PS4 game. The PS4 came out seven years ago. Good luck with that, guys. And they're just and the, like... When's... PlayStation going to release the next one? Uh, the end of this year. So, holiday season. So, they've got to make sure it's compatible with the previous one instead of just going, we can build it for the next one. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like... Oh, that's a pain. <laughs> they're right on the edge of the... um, Like, right just before the end of the generation cycle. That's going to be a pain. That's going to be a real massive pain. And see, they've already designed it for the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox. So the architecture that they have at the moment. So when the new architecture comes out... They're going to have to rework the whole lot. Yeah, they're going to have to redo it for the whole lot. But in saying that, at least the new ones use are going to use basically nearly the same the same architecture of chip for the CPU, which they're probably already using on the PlayStation and Xbox now. Mm. But they're also probably going to have like the same GPUs and stuff like that. So they're going to be like very hopefully codingly, they're fairly similar con- like for code. Yeah. And then you have PC which is this whole other beast. Well, I mean, you can push PCs, can't you? Mm. You can always push that market. Yeah. That's why we always get late PC ports, and then half the time they don't work. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Oof. Because they had to figure it out. Anyway, we should probably go to a music break. Sounds like an idea. Yeah. So this has been the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9, and we will be back shortly. Tune.
bad blood You know it used to be mad love So take uh, a look what you've done uh, Cause baby now we got bad uh, blood Hey, I can't take it back Look where I'm at We was OG like DOC, remember that? My TLC was quite OD, ID my facts Now POV of you and me, similar Iraq I don't hate you, but I hate to Critique, overrate you These beats of a dark cart use bass lines to replace you Take time and erase you Love don't hear no more, no, I don't fear no more But it ain't respecting quite sincere no more Welcome back to the Unix Radio Show on Tune FM 106.9. Uh, <laughs> you'd think someone who plays video games would know how to put a headset on, wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh, no. Apparently Struggling. not. Mm. He's just too busy playing video games. I'm very, very um, uh, struggling. Um, so, there is a series of collectibles on sale at Best Buy for Pokemon. What? Pokemon Sword and Shield. Y- yay. <laughs> what are they? Uh, you can get a Elite Trainer Box, which comes with stuff. 
So it's a box, like with, a cardboard box. Yeah, with booster packs and card sleeves and energy cards. I guess it's for the board, uh, card trading yeah. game? Yeah. Oh, these are all trading games. But you can get Pokemon plushies. Oh. Which are kind of cute. <laughs> um, so you don't even get any cool ones. You just get Pikachu. <laughs> Meowth. People say that Pikachu and Meowth are cool. Yeah, that's just because they're in a TV show. Yeah. In every episode. <laughs> well, I mean, if you don't... That's like saying, oh, I think, you know, that dude, the captain of the Star Star Trek spaceship thing, I think he's cool. It's like, hmm, maybe it's because he's got a TV show about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, terrible. I mean, everybody knows Pikachu. I think everyone knows Pikachu, except people that haven't got food and water yeah yeah <laughs> i was wondering where you're gonna go with that but yeah that that, that sums it up yeah like only third world countries don't know who pikachu is yeah i mean even like older generations know who pikachu is yeah yeah now according to one uh website pikachu is the second most recognized or popular video game character after Mario after Mario everyone is a long way after Mario yeah <laughs> Mario has 500 million people who can recognize him Pikachu has the next Wait. highest with 290 million people yeah according to this I mean that seems when? very false mm. those numbers should be a lot higher where are they uh, getting their numbers from this is an old this is an old article 2017 let me see if I can find something else even in 2017 that should be like billions there are you know like getting close to 8 billion people in the world I am positive there are billions who know who Pikachu and Mario are yeah. I mean even if you just ask like a Chinese person they would know most probably. Well, I mean, you know Chinese. Ask Doris. <laughs> yeah, Doris knows what Pikachu is. <laughs> Do you know what this is? <laughs> Do you know what this fluffy yellow thing is? I mean, she brought me a Pikachu, um, like, not a hoodie, but like you know those little, um, like. Well, that's good <laughs> thunder. There's Pikachu right now. <laughs> um, you know those like little uh, head things where you like you put your like hands in your po- in the pockets that like go down either side of your head. Mm-hmm. Like those, uh, it has like the long hands of things. Like you can get like different ones, like tigers and um, like bears and stuff like that. She got me one where it has in the paws instead of having like little pockets. It has like a little air bladder thing, and when you um, like squish it, it pops the ear up. It's really cool. And I just sit there going, do 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 do, and like you just see the ears going flop 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 <laughs> flop flop on top of my head, and yeah. it's just like, why? <laughs> but it's fun, and you enjoy it, don't you? You yeah yeah. <laughs> you know, sadly, you can't. I feel like that website because that's the only website which actually puts numbers to anything i think it is you know probably just made up because nobody else seems to have anything like yeah. like i would say at least a couple of billion of people would know who pikachu is yeah think of most of america a fair bit of um 
China. The entirety of Japan. <laughs> yeah, basically all of Japan. <laughs> about I mean, that's a couple, like 400 million people or something like that. Yeah. Mm. About, what, three quarters of Australia. And then you have all of, like, Europe. Would India know Pikachu? I don't know. Indian Pikachu. Bollywood well, Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, here's the thing, right? You're thinking about large populations. Yeah, India. India has nearly about the same population as China. Yeah. It's getting there. Yeah, it's it's very close. So if India knows Pikachu... Then yes. But yeah, like, are you looking up if India knows Pikachu? Please ask me. Uh, please tell me you're looking up if India knows Pikachu. Uh, no. You're a very um, sad human being. But here we go. Um, oh. Well, I, I swear I can hear that rain, like, through the headset. Like, yeah. it feels like it's coming through our microphones. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? I'm fairly sure I can hear it coming through the microphones. Yeah, so if... Yeah, if you're hearing rain... That's just because the microphones are picking it up from outside because it's just started pouring down. Yeah. Rain is good. Yeah, it's good around here anyway. We need it. But it's probably going to, like, flood out all our dam um, Not our dams. Our little riverways throughout the town again. I mean, it doesn't take much to do that. No. <laughs> but, yeah, does, does India know Pikachu? Yes, they had a release of it in um, in India. Okay. Of Detective Pikachu. Oh. So they must at least know a kind of what Pokemon is. So, yeah, I'd say probably about two, 2 billion people in the world know what Pikachu is. It'd be funny if, like, half the people in the world knew, know who Pikachu is. <laughs> yeah. Which it probably is, actually. I wouldn't be surprised, hey. These are weird, some mm. of the studies I found. So I found a study done in 2016, published in 2019. Oh, okay, yeah. So these are old statistics. Oh, it's still fairly recent, but... Yeah, but would you say 18% of gamers in the US have heard of Bethesda Studios? No. Okay. <laughs> Think of... <laughs> they're saying gamers. They're not saying Americans. 18% mm. of gamers. That's all your Fallout, all your Skyrim. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, there are some... Sometimes, especially when I was a lot younger, I did not pay attention to who made the game. Yeah, but you're saying that only 20% of all gamers in the US know who Bethesda are? Okay, so that's not all gamers. The... Oh, this... I've just, more, like, I've just found more um, bits of the study. They only did 1,500 people for this yeah. study. I was going to say, 1,500 people is a lot for a study like that as well. That's a pretty good number for that kind of study. Or, yeah. Is, am I saying you're at 15? So, no, no, no. 1,500. Oh. That's 1,500. That, 1,500. Okay, yeah. I, was, I was thinking 15,000. Oh, that's a kind of average then. 18 years and older as well. Yeah. But there we go. That's not younger then. Um, okay, so it's uh, 1,560 people, 18 years and older, who own a home console or PC and personally use it for gaming. Mm. 
but like what I meant by that is that there will be some people that are just picking up the yeah. game and not worrying about who makes it. Like yeah. that was me up until like you know five years ago. True, that's true. But there's a maybe chunk this, of maybe games this is that just you a can't. list of a list of people who just don't care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh. I mean, there's some that you can't ignore. Like you yeah. know, Bethesda. Yeah, yeah, or you know, if you play Grand Theft Auto. You know Rockstar. You know Rockstar. Mm. If you don't know Rockstar and you play Grand Theft Auto, you're probably blind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. So the question they asked was basically who they gave them a list of developers who do they, you know, no. recognize. Now some of these I recognize, like they've got top of the list, sixty five percent of their people knew them was Nintendo. Wait. Really? Sixty five percent knew Nintendo. Yes. 65%. 65%. Not 95%. Not 95, 65%. <laughs> Who doesn't know? Okay. I'll take back You're my statement. I'll, I'll take back my statement. Who doesn't know <laughs> Nintendo? All right, so here's the thing 65% of people know Nintendo, 53% know Microsoft. Now, let me, let me, let me tell you this. You're in the US in 2016, you were either playing on a Microsoft PC. Or a Nintendo console. <laughs> oh, no, this was before the Switch. You know, I'm not thinking about the Switch. Was 2016 the Wii? Maybe? Wii U. No, Wii was a lot before that. But, like, I mean, like, still, which gamer doesn't know PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo that is over 18 years old? Like... If you were, like, six, I could understand. But... So the first the first names I get. So the next one after that is Sony. Yeah. Then EA, then Capcom. Capcom and Activision Blizzard have the same percentage. Yeah. Cap- How many people know EA? Uh, 46%. Capcom's actually pretty big. Yeah, but what, what stuff do they do? Plants vs. Zombies and stuff, isn't it? Like no. Games? No. They, they're a major publisher. Okay. Then after them is Ubisoft. Then we start getting to ones that I don't recognize. Hmm. Um, Bandai Namco. Yeah. Who are they? Uh, they do Dark Souls. They publish Dark Souls and stuff. They do a whole lot. Um, yeah, okay. Then after that, we've got Gameforge, and I've... I've not heard them. of that one. I know the name. Then King Digital Entertainment. Square Enix after that. That's like my childhood right there, Square (laughs) Enix games. Don't worry, because below Square Enix is Bethesda. (laughs) (laughs) Then again, I guess you couldn't run Skyrim on your fridge, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's... They they probably bumped those numbers up a bit. Um, Then Supercell. Haven't heard of them. Um, Some of these companies may have gone out of business in the last couple of years as well. Wouldn't surprise me with the amount of things that like EA and I just Bethesda. can't believe that there are gamers out there who uh, don't know who Nintendo are. Yeah, or Sony, because those must be the people that have like a console that like their mother got them. Okay, so Supercell. Even then. Okay, how? so I, start, I looked them up because I'm I'm sure I heard the name. Supercell is a Finnish mobile game development company based in Helsinki, Finland. That would be why, because they're a mobile game company. They make Clash of Clans. 
I haven't played Clash of Clans. But, like, Clash of Clans is... Yeah, if you're into mobile stuff, Clash of Clans is a... Like, like one of the biggest games. Mm. Um, next, we have, after them, Deep Silver. Heard of them. Tencent? Heard of them. Heard of them. <laughs> Gung-Ho Online Entertainment? No. Who? <laughs> Uh, let's find out who they are. Gung Ho Online Entertainment. It's a Japanese video game company. They host Ragnarok Online. Oh. Is that the only one that they do? Pu- mobile game Puzzles and Dragons. An RPG puzzle solving game. So, yeah, they don't make very <laughs> famous games. They make a game. They make, like, three games. Oh, well, they've probably got a big library, but, like, you know. Yeah, yeah they've got a library of, like, active games, but they're, they're all weird and I've never heard of them before, so yeah. skip. Um, Daedalic. Uh, I don't know if I have or not heard of them. It's like, you know how you, like, maybe I've heard of that? Uh, they do... Point-and-click adventure games? <laughs> that would be why. <laughs> <laughs> um, they made the Chronicles of Shakespeare, Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> uh, where did they get this list of game developers? Yeah, like... It, what is said is that 10% of people marked none of the above. <laughs> What? 10% of U.S. gamers in this um, list, 18 years and older, hadn't heard of Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony, amongst other things. What? (laughs) (laughs) I play Cookie Clicker, and that is it. But they have to have a game console. They have to have a game console or a a PC and use them for gaming. And they don't know Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, or EA. They don't yes. know the thing that they're playing on. Yes. <laughs> they're playing, like, card games on Mac. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe they just don't understand that PlayStation is a Sony thing. It come, or it's, Xbox. It's on the PlayStation. It comes up every time you start the console. Sony! It is amusing how much people can tune that stuff out, though. Yeah. Like, you would have probably seen, you know, the Xbox starting thing, like, so many times, Mm. or the PlayStation. I doubt you could go through and describe the exact sequence of logos and different things that come up and get it right. (laughs) But you... That could be a fun trivia, couldn't it? Yeah. But you know that, you know, the main thing of that console is going to show up. Yeah, but you you would think, oh yeah, I'm buying an Xbox. It's made by Microsoft. Mm. You would think that somebody can make that connection when it's on the damn box. Mm. It's just like oh, this is sad. This is a website that wants me to turn off my ad block so I can look at it. Oh. I'll say this to you, Michael. Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's all I'm going to say. Because 
Xbox oh. is listed at number 87 as the most in the top 100 most valuable brands in the world. Yeah. Pff, yeah, but oh, who's this Microsoft people? I've never heard of them prefer. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you we've heard nearly of... Oh, actually, there will probably be a lot on that list that we haven't actually heard of. Mm. Because there will probably be a lot of companies that are like... Popular and... No, um, that are very successful, but we don't... They're not very public. Mm. But, I mean, the ones... Some of the ones that they're missing out on there are incredibly public. Ooh, yeah. Incredibly widespread. You huh. still Yeah, you still look at it and go, I'm sorry, what? But... This kind of makes for a very interesting last, you know, eight-minute segue. Mm. Who do you reckon, without cheating and looking at my screen... Um, are the top most valuable brands in the world? Apple. Apple is number two. Ooh. Who would that do Apple? Nintendo. Nope. Okay, this isn't just in gaming brands. Yeah, this yeah. Is, you know everything. But I was thinking, yeah. Well, that's why we said Apple. Apple's not. Yeah, game Apple's brand. number two. Um, Worth. Um. Three hundred thousand million. Amazon. Amazon. Yes. Amazon is worth um, lots. I don't. That it's written as three hundred and fifteen thousand with an M after it. So oh. I guess three hundred and fifteen thousand million. Yeah. Isn't so that billions. Three hundred and fifteen billion. Yeah. Yeah. Three hundred and fifteen. Um, is it billion or is it trillion? It's billion because if they had another zero, then it would be trillion. Okay. What is interesting is the placement of these things. So Google is next after that. After them, after number four is Microsoft. Then Visa, Facebook, Alibaba, Tencent, McDonald's, and AT&T, which is a U.S. mobile mm. giant. What's interesting is Coca-Cola is, a, is in front of Disney. What? How? Um, YouTube is 39th on the list. Mm. I guess just because YouTube doesn't make all that much. Um, then we've got Gillette, Aldi, um, Subway. Xbox is below Sub is the next one below Subway. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox, there it is, number 87. How is Gillette still up there after their horrible, horrible PS? Well, they've got... This is uh, running off of share prices mostly. And Gillette has a big old minus in front of it saying how it, that it's fallen a lot. Mm. Um, what's also interesting here is just the number of ju sheer just American brands. Yeah. Um, so you've got... Let's see if I recognize just American ones. Now, these are overseas as well. Uh, but you've got UPS, Home Depot, um, FedEx. Let me guess, Walmart's up there somewhere. If they are, then it's not under there. Oh, there it is, number thirty-two. Um, that's what. Yeah, because well, I just need to look at this one. Because think, uh, American brands normally telecom. All right, I got very confused there for a sec. <laughs> It was, it's a big T, and I was like, wait, that's not Telstra, is it? Telstra <laughs> better not be number 25 most <laughs> valuable brand in the world. 
<laughs> oh, no, that'd it's be hilarious. Telcom. It's all good. Uh, Uber's 53. Mm? Between Gucci and Mercedes Benz. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You, you know, while you're all um, decked out in your Gucci, you can get an Uber in your Mercedes Benz. It's great. Um, question. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the highest car brand? Um, BMW is behind Mercedes Benz. Then there's no one in front of them. Toyota's number forty-one, so Toyota's way ahead of them. I think it's Toyota. There's no like Mitsubishi or Hyundai. Um. Or any of the high-end sports cars brands like Porsche or, or Ferrari. Uh, let's see, P.O. Uh, sadly, they don't do those ones. But no, Porsche and Ferrari are not on that list. See, here's the thing, right? Uh-huh. This is total brand of the value. Sure, Ferrari is a very good brand. You know, they do good cars, but they're not Toyota. You don't see everyone driving around a yeah. Ferrari. So you kind of got to look at it twice and say, what is that? Whereas you can just look at a Toyota and it's like, that's Toyota. Sometimes. Well, you can't really <laughs> do that because most of the cars look the same. Yeah. Well, or other things like Disney. Hmm. You know, you can watch a Disney a new Disney film. And if you say, hey, didn't I see that like 10, 20 years ago and it was animated? Yeah. Then it's Disney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just... This, this makes for interesting reading. I wish they did more than just top 100. Which yeah. Which is just sad. It would be nice. Because there's all sorts of weird companies I've never heard of here before. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Commonwealth Bank's on the list as number 91. Wow. There we go. Um, but with that, we should probably head off. It's like nearly 8 o'clock. Aw, I don't want to go. I'm having so much fun. I do have a question for you before we go. Yeah. Um, last time we were at the radio show. Two weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> we had found an um, untitled goose game mouse thing. Yeah, that's not. That wasn't on start. Like set to start up on that computer. Oh no. But did you put it on Doris's? No, I haven't done it yet. Oh, no. Oh, Nick. <laughs> Not yet. We'll come back to that next week. <laughs> but I won't be here for that. You can listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Send the links to the podcast. Because we podcast hmm. our show. Yeah, we do, actually. On I can't remember exactly what. But iTunes, Spotify, some other random thing. But I choose and Spotify. So, yeah, you can listen to our show after the fact or tune in at uh, 6 p.m. on Mondays for the next radio show. And with that, we'll head off. Yep. It's been fun, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.